Hi, it's Matt from the Jeans Bond Complex. Uh, here to remind you that uh, Edgar and Emery from the Intrepid 007 podcast and myself have created the Casino Royale fan commentary podcast. It's available at univ-exports.com. So again, univ-exports.com. Uh, you can also subscribe on your usual platforms, whether it's uh, Apple or Google Podcasts, wherever you find your podcasts, uh, you can subscribe there. So uh, listen in, um, take care, à la prochaine. This episode discussion of the famous Friday the 13th film series and the character of Jason Voorhees contains language and subject matter that are just as R-rated as the films themselves. Consider yourself warned. There's a legend round here. A killer buried, but not dead. A curse on Crystal Lake. A death curse. Jason Borey's curse. They say he died as a boy, but he keeps coming back. Few have seen him and lived. Some have even tried to stop him. No one can. Jason belongs in hell. I'm gonna see he gets there. Jason, come on! Come and get me! It's me you want, remember? forget. He's down there, waiting. Welcome to the James Bond Complex. <laughs> Tonight, we are back with 
our annual Halloween special. <laughs> My name is Matt. I'm Edgar. Usually we cover everything from Fleming to film, but tonight we're going camping. We're going to camp. Okay, I can't do this. We're, my, my name's Matt. We're doing uh, our Halloween special. Uh, we are covering uh, not the first one, the sixth Friday the 13th, um, Jason Lives. I'll probably go a- ahead and cover probably the entire franchise. This is more or less a repeat of uh, last year's Halloween special. Um, the reason why we're covering, you know, it's every, from filming to film, everything in between. And this one is... I don't pro- think we've ever stretched that definition hey. as far as this. <laughs> this is this is my idea. And, you know, it won't surprise anyone because... Um, I thought there was more... Like, I'll let you reveal what it is, but I thought the... Oh, I'm sure there'll be something. No, that's the one. That's thing. the one joke. Uh, the uh, sixth Friday the Thirteenth, as a James Bond joke, uh, early on in the movie, where there's a close up of uh, Jason Jason's eye, and it it becomes sort of like the uh, the gun barrel sequence. Uh, James Bond walks from. Uh, left to right and uh, turns towards the the uh, the, the spectator and slashes and uh, the mm. title of the movie appears mm. uh, in blood pool. Mm. So that's the one joke, the one James Bond joke that um, I, I I always it me, makes me smile. I like the sixth movie. I like the Friday the Thirteenth, despite the fact that it's actually not very good. Um, but I like the Jason character. Uh, as a horror so hiker. Jason Vo- I mean, we everybody knows we like Jason Kim. He's yeah, yes, part of the Jason show. Voorhees. We're not talking about Jason Kim. J- Jason Kim is not a serial killer. We've met him in person. He's a very nice guy. He's a very sophisticated person. This episode is about Jason Voorhees. Voorhees. Just in case there are listeners that didn't get it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Jason Voorhees, not Jason Kim, uh, is probably my favorite uh uh, icon of the origin. Uh he's akin to me to the Frankenstein monster, which, you know, if you go by absolute favorite monster icon, Frankenstein's probably my favorite. I love the Universal monsters, uh, and this is the one that's closest to 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 him. I uh, doesn't like the Frankenstein monster. Eventually, in the sequels, he starts talking, but I prefer him as the brute the, the sort original, of though. yeah the original the 1931 i, I love movie. i love those films those folks first two are, are fantastic yes yeah. uh, this the this, this sequel especially if you you ask me which which one which frankenstein uh with karloff the, the original run because he doesn't play him in all of the movies but if you ask me uh, the second one's the best uh but i love the silent brute and also, uh, as a kid, uh, I don't know if I told you, but I used to be in the Boy Scouts. Yeah. And every camp I went had sort of, you know, I love camp um, camp stories, uh, fire camp stories. Uh, there's always, each camp I went to, there was a variation on, like, something creepy happened. I know there's uh, La Cancar, apparently, uh, in uh, n- not very far from where I used to live, that they have uh, this legend that uh, two swimmers went to swim across the lake, and uh, they apparently were drawn in their bodies were never found. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, every camp has a horror story like that, and as a kid, it just fascinated me. 
And when I started watching horror movies, I think I started must have started with a sixth one. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, no, because the first one, I mean, uh, Friday, the thirteenth. You may only see it once, but that will be enough. Friday, the thirteenth. The, the first one is different because Jason is not. It's it's Jason's mother, the killer. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, the kills are the most graphic. Uh, you, you've seen... I, I, I rent, lent you uh, my copy of mm-hmm. Six. By the way, you might want to pick it up right there on the table there. And but it turns out it, they're all on Amazon Prime. Well, so. the the, uh, the, seventh for, the first seven or eight are, are on Amazon Prime. Something like that. Uh, so part one... Uh, technically, uh, it takes place in 1979. Although it was released, the movie was released in uh, 80. I think in one uh, one shot in the, one of the sequels, you see uh, Pamela Voorhees, Jason's mother, Tombstone says she died in 1979, and the sequel take place five years later. So it's 1984, somewhere in the summer of 84, I guess. Friday the 13th, part two. And um, in that two, three, and four happen in one weekend. Uh, Friday, uh, the, the first one, two uh, starts on the Friday. Three takes place on the following Saturday. Friday, the 13th, part three in 3D. A new dimension in terror. Uh, four takes place on the following Monday. And uh, Jason dies at the end of the fourth one, technically. Friday the 13th, the final chapter. Friday, April 13th, is Jason's unlucky day. And the fifth one happens five years after that. So we're now in 1989. Yeah. And it's... um, Jason is not in that movie. It's a Jason copycat. And Friday the 13th, part 5, a new beginning. Uh, the fifth one is probably the worst. And not for the reason that uh, people actually complain. It's not Jason. No, it's, it's a poorly written uh, script. Mm-hmm. There's a good idea, but it's just there's no lead character it's a messy messy movie i'm sensing a lot of similarities between uh the friday the 13th and 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 my series it's funny the tables have turned last year i was the maestro this year you're the maestro i'm happy to leave the 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 stage to you but as you may or may not recall maybe the listener too halloween five is also one of the ones i like the least it's interesting how that uh, i don't and i don't think the writing is very good in halloween five so uh, is is, a five is the one uh, four is the one where he returns. Yeah, four is the one where he returns. Five. Well, five, five. well, first of all, five is the one where my girl gets killed like 15 minutes in, and the little it's her friend that has to take care of the little mute girl. No, uh, okay. There. It's like I don't like that one at all. But you're not the only one. But it's funny that f- both of our fives are like oh, we don't really like them very much. The but I've never seen Jason Five. I mean, the Friday the Thirteenth uh, Five. But they're n- uh, yeah, uh, yeah. 
I'll, I'll give you my rating, but the, the, the not all sequels I are created equal. In the sixth one, you know, they killed the the lead character. Jason's been dead for six years, and they had to find a way to revive him, and he comes back. More just like Frankenstein's monster. He gets mm. dug up. Uh, electricity revives him. Right. This is number six. Number yeah, six. Yeah, 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 and yeah. after that, he's a zombie. Uh, it- Happy Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th, part six. Jason lives rated R. Part seven, he fights a girl that has telekinetic powers and telepathic powers, I think. Mrs. Um, Professor X. Yeah, more or less. Oh, it's Carrie versus Jason. That's this. It's how mm. oh, it was uh, always described mm. to me. Friday the Thirteenth, Part Seven: The New Blood. Opening Friday, May Thirteenth, the deadliest day of the year. Goes the neighborhood. Uh, part eight, he uh, well, he takes a boat trip and eventually ends up in New York City. I'm not yeah, seeing clips of that. One. There are shots that are impressive that they shot in Times Squares. Um, I, I I I was looking at it. I'm like, wow. I I think it. I, at one point they, they they go through one street and I'm like, I think that's where our, our hotel was. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I I I know where this is. Just keep on walking by, Jason. Keep on walking by. <laughs> no, it's pretty cool to see him in. Uh, in in middle of Times Square to see Jason Voorhees, it's, it's I have seen the shot, yeah, of the turning cam or the turning camera, the three sixty. Yeah, yeah it's it's impressive. Yeah. Like the movie itself, not so much, but there are some shots that you're like, wow, that's iconic. That is very cool. Friday the thirteenth, part eight. Jason takes Manhattan. Now, New York has a new problem. And then they changed studio because eventually Paramount were like embarrassed to make those films. So they sold the rights to New Line, who, who had no shame and want to really, really, really badly make a Freddy versus Jason. Okay. Uh, Which they did eventually. Eventually, like 10, 15 years later, they they made Fre- it's it's Jason goes to hell the final Friday. Uh, this is the Halloween six of the franchise. This is where they add needless like backstory. They try to expand the storyline way too much of backstory. Now Jason turns out to be some type of worm that can be passed to people. Okay. It is like it's not as bad as there are some fun. There's one of the most disgusting kills I've seen. There's a, there's a girl that's that's sort of uh, having sex and writing a guy. She gets impaled, and Jason sort of rips her apart. She co- collapses. Right. It is disgusting. <laughs> Sounds pretty uh, awesome uh, and gross, but I know what you mean. Yeah. No, it's 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 wall. Well, it's something you don't see every day. There, there are some cool moments, but overall, it's 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 needless backstory. Uh, reinventing Jason goes to hell the final Friday and then there's one of my actual favorites uh Jason X Jason goes to space I've seen parts I, of that I, I, I was although I'll say I was surprised I hadn't watched that film since theater I saw that film in theater I, as a hosher I, I saw that movie a couple times because you know I was working and playing up uh, popcorn and the sodas uh, of patrons and I remember actually really liking this movie for its trashy b-movie quality but seeing the movie projected uh, on film like the movie was one of the first film that was made digitally but it was transferred to film and Back in the day when they did stuff like that yeah. like oh it's too 
good looking. We have to put this on movie and no, but uh, back then they they not not every theater had digital protect no. projectors. This is before Attack of the Clones, mm. um, so I, I remember the movie looking a little bit better because they there's some grain. But I was shocked to see how the, the film looks like a TV show. Like mm. ironically, there's two actresses that worked on one of those uh, Gene Roddenberry twenty years after he passed. Uh, uh, TV show, there is Earth Final Conflict and Andromeda, Gene Roddenberry's Andromeda, and the two like, there, there's a cyborg cyborg chick and the lead uh, girl are both from that show. I, I forgot about that show. <laughs> I was like, I'm like, I know these girls. And I remember that show from around the same time. Uh, that film was shot, I think, in 1999 and was only released in like 2001, 2002. They, okay. Like it was shot two years before it was released. Uh, and it was a way to keep Jason in the pop culture uh, consciousness because... Gets an upgrade. He's been modified. You guys might want to run. Jason X rated R. It, it, it took a couple more years before they finally made uh, J Freddy versus Jason. And Freddy versus Jason is a like I there's a book uh, on Audible called Clash of the Titans, and it's a fascinating look at the more than a decade long process to get that movie made. I think there's like uh, twenty scripts. There's like. In cost, in pre-production, before they started rolling, there was like $7 million spent on scripts and failed attempt to start the movie. That's weird. I mean, I know a lot more about the Nightmare on Elm Street series than I do than the, the Friday the 13th series. I'm a just... Even, I'm a little surprised that it would be, uh, and I don't want to. I don't want to sound like I'm besmirching the work of screenwriters, but oh, well, it's the same studio. They own both characters. How difficult is it really? Let's to come up with a story that they had. They had so many variations. On uh, the, did, did some of them sound better than what we got? Because that is one of the ones I saw. Uh actually, the, the one that he made is probably the best version. Jesus Christ! The, uh, and the, some of the ones, were, some of the other ones were weird. There, there was a cult of uh, Fredites that sort of worship Freddy Krueger. At one point, there's a version where uh, there's like a 16th century sort of sorcerer that's sort of involved uh there's one version where uh freddie and jason fight in hell and ted bundy is like the referee uh for... i guess what we got was the best version no no the the, the one we got is the best version it's freddie versus jason place your bets and you know what when you're doing like monster versus monster you basically gave up that these are no longer like they're the, you know that when you have a character that's an action figure form not a long, no longer yeah. scary you I have to embrace the the, the kitsch aspect there's a reason why back what was it in the 40s that uh, whenever monsters met it was usually an abbott and costello film it's like well it says a lot <laughs> i think i think they want to make uh cheech and chong meet jason or uh, yeah that or silent bob and jane silent bob meet meet uh Halloween. There, there, there was oh, really? okay. like a, an attempt at one point to make, and for Jason, like you can't make fun of Jason, but you can sort of work comedy around him. He's sort of a straight man in a comedy mm. scenario. Mm. Like that's that's what I appreciate about the character. Like he, okay. like Michael Myers to to a degree because he's 
I don't know why, but it still remains scary, even though like some of the movies go scary to... enough. Let's say right. the, the <laughs> last as scary as he was in '78, but he's scary enough. The the last one was pretty. Pre- 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 very effective. It was also handled by a legitimately good director. Though. Yeah, like they they said, we have a little, we actually have some money to make a good one. Let's hire a good director, and you can tell in those shots. I mean, this is not the Halloween detour, but but uh, no, but Jason and and the the, the uh, Friday that he did Halloween G the franchise are are, are sort of cousin. Like the, the Friday the Thirteenth is a copy of uh, Halloween, and I like it, it's evident. It's also a copy of Psycho. <laughs> Um, but you know, I I think they where they they have more gore. They're more there's more. It's more salacious than the Halloween. Yes, yeah. Like it's more. there's a focus on boobs and gore. Um, although the Halloweens, I mean, trust me, not all of them are good, and I'm the fan of that franchise. Saying that, not all of them are good, but I do find there's. That just that little bit more sophistication to them. Oh, they're, they're just a little bit more sophistication. More, I would say it's a lot more sophistication. I mean, Friday, it's like Friday is. We don't sloppy. care. We want to show naked people, and we're going to cut them in half. That's the point. I'm like, if you like that, sure, man. I I will never tell anybody you you shouldn't like. I don't care what anybody likes. But that you know, for me, from as you know, me the film goer, me the cinephile, that's sort of the distinction I make. And I do, I like my uh, Halloween is trashy with a sophisticated twist, whereas maybe Friday really predominantly is mostly just oh, it's, trash. it's it's trash. And I think I that's maybe where, as a movie goer, I sort of I don't mind trash. I don't mind. I'm, I'm a film noir guy, and like 90% of film noirs were B movies. Like they're pretty sleazy, um, but there's still. Well, there, there, there's more care and more craftsmanship in Halloween yeah. there than Friday the Thirteenth. Although, I, and I, I think that's where it loses me a little bit. Insofar, I can go, I can go low. I have no problem going low, but Friday takes it just the one level beneath, and that's where I'm like, well, I don't really see the point I, anymore. I, I was surprised. I, I hadn't rewatched. Most of these films, except for six, in almost tw- over twenty years. To be honest with you, I, I, I rewatched them this week, and I'm I, I'm a little bit uh, warned worn out uh, with with Jason. I'm gonna need to take a break. Uh, but the first one actually, because it used to be one that I didn't like, and I thought it was um, a bit shitty. Um, but I was surprised that by the direction of it, because it's very voyeuristic. Mm. Even when it's not a POV, it's all you're always sort of at more than like far away from the lead character. It mm. feels a little bit pervy. Mm. Uh, I was surprised by that that aspect of the direction. Uh, th- there's some staging that I like. There's at one point there's one of the girls that's brushing her hair, like cl- uh, brushing her teeth, and in the background you see uh, like the killer. You just see the EM in. Uh, sort of the shower curtain just oh, oh, oh it's just creepy enough and there's the uh the famous cave and cave and bacon kill uh with the arrow in their head and they re- the that's neck, uh, yeah but they repeat that kill in like a variation of it in all the films like it's not always uh six. Hmm? I, saw, I even, saw six last night I even in place. six i don't remember like it's not entirely the same, but you know, it's a variation of it. Remember when he's in the um, uh, the guy's driving the RV uh, and he's sort of 
enjoying his time. Jason grabs him in the head and impales him in the uh, the head. It's a variation. It's not exactly staged the same way, but it's the lead, the villain grabbing somebody by the head and stabbing him. Like mm. sometimes it's it's like I think it's in part four. It's literally the same kill where okay. he, like the girl's leaning on an amac and she gets impaled okay. with the big knife in her neck. Uh, but it's brought in I, I i would have to rewatch it and i won't do that in another 20 years if ever uh but it's it's an effective memorable kill from the first week i was surprised when i saw it i was like oh my god i forgot about that i i was pleasantly surprised shocked but i'm like oh my god it's still effective we're shaken shock and shaken so i was uh, i was gleefully uh, uh happy that it uh it still worked for me the gore effects in the first one by tom savini are uh, disgustingly mesmerizing yeah they're good i, I for for this recording i watched because i'd never seen had i seen i saw freddy versus jason i saw clips of the one in space that's it i'd never seen any of them i don't think i'd seen any of them so I said, well, I'll watch the first, you know, the point of this episode is the sixth one, but I'll watch the first one just, well, at least I can claim I've seen the first one. Um, I, I was expecting an absolute turd, and I got a semi-respectable movie. No, it's, it, I, uh, I, I would agree. It's, 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 it's okay. It's not the, the best movie I've ever made, but I was like, oh, it's actually, it, like, mm. it's the dumber, more incompetent version of Halloween. Not even that much dumber. No, not, not that much, that but much it's dumber. you know that there are a little bit more lights in the first Halloween than the first Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, maybe one or two, but I thought, what's his face, Cunningham? Sean yeah. Cunningham, good direction. You know, for, for, for what the movie is, I thought it was pretty well directed. For what the movie is, I thought the when they're playing the Monopoly, like, mm. like it feels like the actors are having a generally good time, and they seem there seems to be a rapport there. Uh, there was some good shots, uh, you know, sort of gentle close-ups of uh, going maybe back to the girl brushing her teeth, and she notices the, you know, there, there was there were good moments in the mm-hmm. first one. Um, There's one point the, co- the the characters are attempting to make a phone call, and the camera sort of backs and. You see that they, somebody cut the line, like the way it's staged. Yeah, I, I, I love good. that shot. That it's was a it. good shot. Uh, what else was? There? And you know, although the, the the final reel is a little bit long, you know, the 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 uh, the reveal that leads to the final reel is kind of an interesting one. Like if you if you've never seen these movies before, you really don't see that coming. Uh, that's a bit of a surprise. Like, what the hell is this? But like a good, what the hell is this? <laughs> Uh, then, like as should have you said, it does go. A it goes reverse psycho, and it, it does it for like fifteen oh, minutes. It, it, the, the final <laughs> fight is ridiculously um, like just kill her. Like she's on the ground, just finish her. Yeah, she knocks him out and runs away. Knocks her out, <laughs> runs away. Knocks her out, runs away. Well, I guess I'll decapitate you now. Good, the movie's <laughs> over. Uh, or is the movie over? Still goes on for a few minutes, uh, but uh, no, I, the the first one was decent. 
again, am I saying this because I was expecting something so god off? I, I don't know. Like I'm sure, I'm sure in something in some capacity, oh, but my it, expectations played into that. But I do genuinely feel I got a decent film. No, like uh, the first one, like, like you say, and like I said, it's a decent film. It's a effective horror movie. I don't know if modern audiences will would be enthralled uh, or even scared by it today. Um, I would have to test it on my brother's kids. <laughs> um, but I was, you know, I, I had a good time watching the first one. Uh, some of the sequels, n- not that, n- not that much. I mean, I, I think the reputation that the, uh, that franchise has comes from uh, some of the reviews of the time. Because if you watch uh, some old clips of Siskel and Ebert, they Wow, I mean, hated the film. Would you expect those it, two to? It is so funny to, and it's basically. I think that these reviews that they gave those films actually help make the films more popular because they were like, oh, "This is trash. Kids shouldn't watch it." And, you know, you say, "Don't watch it to a kid." You're gonna There's watch no such it. thing as bad publicity, kind of a thing. Yeah, I don't. I don't think uh, Roger Ebert and Gene Siskel out of. I wouldn't expect them to give positive reviews to any of those movies. Uh, you probably go to, uh, well, back then there were no websites, but websites that sort of specialize in horror films. I would probably trust, you know, a YouTube channel or a website or a podcast from people that really know their horror movies, understand horror movies, love horror movies, or what's their opinion of this franchise? Whether they like it or not, I don't really care, but what do they think about the franchise and the reasons about where's, you know, oh, Here's Gene Sisko's thought on Friday Part Six. Like, of course he's just not gonna like that. It's like, um. but most Part Two, two uh, Part Two, Three, and Four uh, are are almost the exact same movie. They they're sort of working the kinks, adding to the mythos. It, it, it's watching a. It's almost like watching somebody write a script and you're reading draft one. Draft two and yeah. draft three, okay. and, but it's just they made those movies instead of waiting and rewriting it. Right, it's it's right, just right. like you're watching the same movie being. That's why I'm not really a fan of those sequels, and the fifth one just it there there's no lead character. This is my main problem. There's no, you, you, I don't know who I'm supposed to be rooting for because the okay. fifth the fourth one introduced the uh, the uh, Tommy Jarvis character who's played by one of the Corey's uh Corey Feldman plays yeah. uh, original preteen uh, um, Tommy Jarvis Tommy Jarvis yeah uh Tommy Jarvis is the lead in part six okay he's the guy that uh the guy acts- the sheriff keeps saying shut up you're crazy or yes okay right. so this is a recurring character I I sort of clued in the way part six starts I was like my reaction was like well I don't really get what's going on but clearly this is a follow-up to something so, you know what you know. I'll start with my <clears throat> my synopsis that I just wrote uh for this occasion so um <clears throat> let's do it if Six. I don't if I don't like it watch out I got my machete ready <laughs> Um, okay, let's do it. Uh, six years after surviving Jason Voorhees' Friday the 13th weekend massacre, the now adult Tommy Jarvis heads to the cemetery where the masked maniac is buried with the intention of digging up his mother's murderer's corpse and burning his remains. After digging up the body, overcome with emotion, Jarvis repeatedly stabs the corpse with a metal rod before he's able to douse the cadaver in gasoline and set it ablaze. A bolt of lightning hits the pole and revives Jason. He's alive. Yes. Uh, barely escaping, Jason 
Jarvis heads to the police and tries to convince Sheriff Garris that Jason lives. Mm-hmm. Tell hey, me, that's the name of the movie. <laughs> I, I, I know why I wrote that. Uh, eventually, Tommy, with the help of one of the counselors from the newly reopened camp and also Sheriff Garris's daughter, Megan, is able to devise a way to stop Jason. Meanwhile, the undead Aki Mask killer... <laughs> I love that line, I don't know why, is extending his body count with a gang of weakened paintball buffoons, a few campers lost in the woods, teenagers enjoying a bit too much of sex, drugs, and alcohol. This all leads to a final confrontation at Crystal Lake that sees Jason murder almost the entire police force, and if not for Tommy Jarvis, would have also included the young campers. Jarvis, after taunting his nemesis to swim to the middle of the lake, is able to finally chain Jason to a rock at the bottom of the lake. But it, it takes Megan to not only finish Jason with the propeller of a boat engine, but also revive a nearly drowned Tommy Jarvis. But is Jason gone for good? Of course not. There are five more movies and a reboot after this. Right. Which is basically what this movie is. It's a freaking Roadrunner cartoon. It's it it is it is, and this is what like I what I appreciate about this movie. Yes, it's it's trashy, but the director the directors of part four and part six tried to bring a little bit more fun, a little bit more like they had a vision. They they were especially. Uh, the guy who did part six is a big universal monster in the film, the way it starts. There's also ra- a rock and roll vibe that I like with the uh, constant blaring of Alice Cooper. Mm-hmm. I love his songs because I have a, um, un, unexplainable love for trashy 80s uh, sound, movie soundtrack. I lo- actually love Prince's Batman album. I own it. I've listened to it hey, and hey, I still hey, listen. I, I, are you... Let me just get this straight. You're including, you said two sentences back to back, trashy 80s soundtracks. And then the very next thing you said was Prince's Batman soundtrack. It has a bad reputation. I don't know why. That is... It has it has a horrible. They may have joke of it in uh, Shaun of the Dead. Purple Rain. No. Shaun of the Dead. Definitely not. The Batman soundtrack. Oh, <sighs> I, guess, well, I, I think we need to define trash. Then it has a bad reputation. That's one kind of trash. Like Friday films are a different kind of. Friday films are like, well, you know, we're gonna make a movie that won't have that much class. Like that's like one version of trash. Mm. And then there's trash. Well. It's not good. It's not really quite the same type of trash. Uh, some people would say that no, about... Trashy. That's trashy. A Friday uh. film is trashy. The, uh, a Nokia phone is trash. You know, it's not the same thing. You know, it's like... Uh, like I would cr- I would consider... And my six would disagree with you. And my six would disagree. Well, not, maybe not based on what happened with the Apple, App, Apple Mini 12. But... Uh, I was going to date this podcast, but... Uh, well, this is coming out in like a week. <laughs> yeah, like two weeks but, from now. Um, yeah, like I would describe a Friday film as trashy. I would describe... Um, a Transformers film as trash, oh. you know. Yeah. Like, so is the is the Prince '89 album trashy or trash? Uh, neither, in my personal opinion. Yeah, I neither love me too. 
but it has a bad reputation. So I'm just including that. Blowing it. my mind. Um, these one that the pundits saying it's, it's it has a bad reputation. I love it. Uh, anyway, and I still love the uh, Alice Cooper song. Like, yes, two or three songs in that. in the film and I've, I, I love those I love movie soundtracks I love the, the music video is fantastic um, he shows up at the end and he's sort of berating his son it's pretty cute in its own weird bizarre way I guess did you enjoy the movie Jason I'm talking to you well, I'm not sure I really understood it all then let me explain some folks have a strange idea entertainment so I, I, you know, I, I, it, it, this is my favorite Friday Thirteenth. Um, I love the humor in it. It's very, it, it's almost more like comedy. Like I'm, I, I, I like horror movies, but I especially like horror comedies. Like my all-time favorite is probably the, uh, the Evil Dead Two and Army of Darkness. Those mm -hmm. are my favorites. I love Ghostbusters, but it's more a comedy than a horror yeah. comedy. Those but it's horror elements but it's a comedy you know yeah but like Shaun of the dead you know, it's, it's a comedy although it's packaged as a horror movie you know well i would say it's a horror movie with comedy yeah interesting it, interesting i never saw it like that. It, it, you know i love those types of movies it's it's something that horror and comedy to me go when they're well done go like peanut mm. butter and then in chocolate they're like mm. the pe have you ever seen uh, uh wes craven's uh what's it called one of his first ones the last house on the left uh, actually cunningham uh who produced uh yeah i heard that or heard that i read that yeah yeah yeah. that is i don't know if that's horror comedy done right oh it's not it's 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 <laughs> but it's, it's definitely a horror comedy in the same movie i i did not i i, I maybe i would have to rewatch, but it disturbed me when i first watched that movie it's uh i mean it was too young man but i did not and it, also i saw it on vhs the crummy. I don't think we had much of a choice back in the day. But. I don't know, but you might have. They, they, they probably put that piece of garbage on DVD or Blu-ray. Quite something. Those like in it, one scene. I we won't. I won't spoil it. But in one scene, like the most horrific thing happens, and in cut to like redneck farmers with a banjo playing on the radio. It's like what the hell is going on? <laughs> I I just remember there was a girl that gets dismembered in that movie, and. It, it, it just it, there's too much like rape and dismembering in that movie. Not nope 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 nope. I'm not a fan of that. That's trash. That's that's trash. Like I legit don't. Um. So that's part six. So uh, we have people everywhere. We're on Twitter. <laughs> Do you have any questions? Very quick. Yeah. It's one of those things where like you know I I there was a I didn't feel like watching all of them and be you know if if I, I if i had the time i don't think i would have anyways point is i i didn't i just watched part one and part six um and part six was was 
somewhat late last night. Um, so it's it's funny. I suppose I might have questions, but then again, I, I because I haven't seen any of the other ones, there'd just be questions of like, well, this happens in part two, that happens in part three, and stuff like that. Like, you know, who's Tommy? What's his face? Like, I didn't. What's his importance? Okay. And uh, I'll, I'll give you a brief synopsis of all of them very quickly. So, part one, you saw it. Mom dies. The beginning of the second one starts two months after the first one. The original uh, actress from the first one, which apparently also had um, uh, her own stalker uh, in real life, and she agreed to appear in the movie only if her presence was minimized. She gets off, and we cut five years later. I don't want to scare anyone, but I'm going to give it to you straight about Jason. His body was never recovered from the lake after he drowned. And if you listen to the old timers in town, they'll tell you he's still out there. Some sort of demented creature. Surviving in the wilderness. Full grown by now. Stalking. Stealing what he needs. Living off wild animals and vegetation. Some folks claim they've even seen him. Right in this area. The girl who survived that night at Camp Blood, that Friday the 13th, she claimed she saw him. She disappeared two months later. Vanished. Blood was everywhere. No one knows what happened to her. Legend has it that Jason saw his mother beheaded that night, and that he took his revenge. A revenge that he'll continue to seek if anyone ever enters his wilderness again. And by now, I guess you all know, we're the first to return here. Five years, five long years he's been dormant. And he's hungry. Jason's out there. Watching. Always on the prowl for intruders. Waiting to kill. And um, this is more or less the same thing happens. So all the kids get killed. Uh, Jason is stopped by a student in psychology that finds uh, Jason's shack in the wood. And Jason has his shack in the wood and sort of a little worship place for his mother's decapitated head and her sweater. So Jason puts his no, not the Jason. The girl puts a mom's sweaters on and like mimics, tries to talk to Jason. And right, Jason, he's an idiot, and he'd fall for that. Pretty much, he falls for that. She see, she's able to like stab him with a machete in the shoulder. He survives. Uh, the end is not very clear. Apparently, like I think they 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 lost a reel of film because the it cuts to Jason, uh, sort of jumping in the window and grabbing uh the the lead girls, and then she, it cuts to her being pulled in a stretcher, and you don't know what happened.
part three uh, starts. This, this is a 3D one. So if you you have red and blue uh, glasses, you can actually uh, watch this movie in 3D. It's fantastic. Part three, it's Saturday. Jason is sort of recreating. He lost his mask, so he spends most of the movie in a barn. Um, killing people that go into the barn. Eventually, uh, one of the kids shows up with why a hockey. Why is this barn? Question, Professor, uh, Professor Auclair. Why is this barn so popular? Uh, so he stays in the barn and he kills everyone who goes in the barn. Why mm. are people going in the barn? Uh, I don't remember. <laughs> okay. Uh, part three is not very good, by the way. Uh, part two and three are very low on my, my ranking. Um, eventually, one of the girls is able to put uh axe in jason's brain she goes on a canoe ride it's more or less a repeat of part <laughs> canoe ride i like that yeah more or less a, a repeat of part one uh but instead of jason showing up it's the mother that shows up yes Student. It's on Saturday. Yes. He doesn't want to wait for the. What's it called? It's, it's called Friday the Thirteenth. Yes. He doesn't want to wait to the next Friday the Thirteenth. No. All right. Continue. Because uh, he's going to be either dead or in jail, and he's. That's because he seems like someone that can be withheld in a in a jail cell in a yeah, small he, town. Well, he's not. You know, he's not supernatural in that original run. He's just very, very hard to kill. Like he withstands more like bullets and machete wound than question. Uh, I, I now the questions are flowing. So since I've seen the first one, and now you were at we're at three, almost four. You're in, in your no five fly, five years flyby? five years. Uh, well, so in the movies, you, you were our drive by here. So I've seen the first one. Mm -hmm. I know that Jason was. I know clearly not, but as someone who's only seen one in six. I know that Jason was a little boy that drowned years ago. Where is Jason coming from, even as of part two? Like, where was there he? There are from? two prevailing theories. Um, I, I, you know, in actual fact, it, it, it was just a jump scare at the end, and it means they had no plans to expanding this to like uh, more than they did in the first one. It was just a jump scare. Uh, there's two theories. Either the theory one is that. He actually never drawn and he was living in the woods. And what you're seeing at the end of part one is a la an hallucination that Alice has, but it's more or less inspired by true events. There was actually a Jason in the lake, but it's adult Jason that took her down. But he, he, she sees her, him as being young Jason. And the other one is that, yes, the corpse of young Jason like came back, grabbed her, but like he was probably 11 years old and mm -hmm. in in those past movie he grew up so he's in 5 years yeah 5 years he's like 16 so okay so Jason is potentially a 16 year old teenager or a 30 year old uh, i pretend i preferred the uh, original one where he, he actually survived and lived in shack and i think he didn't want to see his mom whose yeah. mom was like killing uh, people I'm, in his name you know what? No, but you have to take it for what it is. It's not carefully. I, I think the remake tried to sort of uh, 
combine all those story elements in one movie. Um, but yeah, that's my 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 theory. It doesn't make sense because he's very attached to his mom. But yeah, um, it's funny that he wouldn't want to come to his mom's I know. rescue at the end of the first one when she's like about to be decapitated. Just just interesting. Just interesting. It's, it's probably what jumpstart his uh, urge to kill. It's either I I need to save my mother, or or I have a really I have a killer instinct quite literally, and I need an excuse to kill. So I save her, or I use her as my excuse. He made his choice. <laughs> so that's part three. Uh, at the end of part three, um, he spends like he gets a uh, uh, axe to the head, and he spends most of the Sunday. Uh, probably in uh, sort of shock and coma. Like he's the police come and the the ambulance take him. They, they think he's dead. Uh, he goes to um, the morgue and actually revives, and he kills an orderly and a very sexy nurse. Yes. So he's a hu- he's still a human. Yeah, he's still he's just extraordinarily hard to kill, kind of like a zombie, but he's a human. He, he's kind of like Michael Myers plus one. Yeah, but Michael Myers is pure evil. There's your explanation. <laughs> uh, Jason Voorhees is revenge, venge, vengeful revenge. Pure revenge. He's just revenge, embodied revenge, and so. He, he, but back to <laughs> Friday the Thirteenth Part Six. Uh, there's two actors. Like, uh, there's a few actors in Part Four. You 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 have Corey Feldman. Get a haircut, hmm? Oh ma. It's a nice mask. Glad to get a haircut. You're getting pretty terrific at making those things. Thanks. I just customized it. Crispin Glover shows up in part four. Ted, hey, Ted, where the hell's the corkscrew? Part six as uh, have you seen Return of the Living Dead? I haven't seen those actually. Really? I've only seen some of the uh, the OGs there. Uh, oh, you uh, need you know, to Night see... of Dawn of now. Um, like I said, I love horror comedy, and part like the, the, the Return of the Living Dead is comedy, like horror comedy gold. Especially the first one. The, the sequels are not good at all, but the first one is gold. And the guy who plays Tommy Jarvis is the lead, more or less the lead of that film. Okay. Hey, these things don't leak, do they? Leak? Hell no. These things were made by the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers. (laughs) And um, that guy that gets killed in sort of the the beetle um, is the villain in Ghost. Remember that Patrick Swayze movie? I don't think I ever saw that. Oh, Sam. Oh, Carl. What? He's in other movies, but that's probably Tony I don't even know who you're talking about. Um, you know the girl that uh, is, is trying to buy off uh, Jason. She says, uh, "I've seen ho- enough horror movies to know that a guy in a, in a right, mask right, uh, right, uh, right, you, right. is probably yeah, yeah, not a yeah, good yeah. thing." Okay, so the dude in the car is somebody semi-famous that's okay. been in actual good movies. Um, 
It's a blonde guy, right? Uh, Brown haired. All right, I, I, I think I'm, I, I've lost its face, but okay, sure. So he's in Ghost, all right. Mm-hmm. And I like actually the the uh, the lead actress M- Megan. I, I actually I liked all the most of the cast in that film. Like I, the sheriff is somebody that I did not want to see die. He's actually like him and his daughter have a relationship like mm. that felt genuine. Mm-hmm. And uh, her, I was surprised. She's super likable. She's yeah. very easygoing. Yeah. And I was sort like, I looked at her ID page. She, she, she got married and retired from acting. And I'm like, <laughs> Come on. She, she did Friday part six. She said, well, this is what the job is like. It's somebody that I feel should have had a bigger career. Like she, she, mm. she seemed genuinely likable mm. and easygoing. She was yeah. good looking. There's a good uh, Kinilangus joke where they at their yeah. oh, it's come on, it's funny. No, but it's no. Oh I mean, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't find it funny, but it's funny. I, I, oh my god! I, I'm enjoying listening to you right now. I she, like, I like hearing the positivity. So take it away, man. Go oh on. my god. Uh, well, that's there, there. There's that choke. No, it's, no, don't don't stop. Continue. I'd rather you speak than me, honestly. So, jeez, you hated that movie that bad. I didn't like it very much. I didn't like it very much. Uh, well, to, to to be to be honest with you, I think it's a movie. I've watched it alone, and I've watched it with people, and it, it, like comedies, uh, uh, you watching a comedy uh, uh, alone in your little apartment is a miserable experience. It's the comedy though. No, every comedy, even like well, the, so that's where you and I differ. I, I beg to differ, but I, I you differ that we differ. I differ that you no, but I can't watch comedies. Like, that's what I'm saying. That's where on that's my where, own. That's where we differ. That's it, what I'm it's saying. I'm I'm I, I just like oh I'm so, like I don't I feel like autistic. I, I'm like oh I'm supposed to find this funny. It's kind of like can laughter. I'm like. No, it's all right. It's it's. Uh, but that's what I meant by that's where we but differ. I th- th- this is a movie that I've seen with people, a few beers, and it like the comedy works. And also, I think the production wise, the there's smoke machines. There's some there's some moment that feel like you're watching an action movie. Like you're watching. Yeah, there's a little bit of that. Yeah. Like uh, I wouldn't say died, but maybe uh, uh, not Steven Seagal, like John Claude Van Damme action movie from nineteen, like early Schwarzenegger, early Stallone yeah, stuff. Yeah. Oh, sure, no, the little car chase there. Yeah, right. well, car chase, car sequence. No, there are some generally fun kill, and uh, the the entire ending. I actually, it it, it it feels in tone, not in tone, but it feels like. Oh, that's actually a good idea to bring him back to where he initially died and chain him on the bottom of the lake. The visual of him just dead, chained to the bottom of the lake mm. is great. Mm. I, uh, uh, this is not my favorite looking Jason, but we're getting closer to the quintessential uh, image that I have of Jason. He's, he still looks like he's wearing a... Uh, like a jumpsuit, and he's yeah, not a little bit. Yeah, yeah, he's not like the next one. Uh, uh, Jason looks the best. Like he's okay. bone poking up, and he's played by um, Kane Hodder. That uh, I don't know if we mentioned it. You actually met in person. Yeah, it was a few years ago, but yeah, I interviewed him for another movie. But uh, he was a nice fellow. He was a very nice fellow. How tall is he? Because uh, he's built like as six two. Fifteen feet. Uh, felt like fifteen feet. <laughs> he's taller than me like he's two inches taller pretty than big. me he's a big guy he's still quite burly even these days too he's, he's obviously he's obviously done at least a little bit of work to keep in shape <laughs> i've met uh freddy krueger but 
awesome. not Jason. But in part seven, that's where he's full a full fledged zombie. Uh, part seven, like the timeline gets fuzzy after part six because I don't know when part seven takes place because it, uh, apparently the lake, the sort of the property changed. Now it's a private home, yeah. and uh, part seven starts with a young girl using her, her telepathic powers to accidentally kill her father she comes back to the house like years later now she's a full-grown uh woman and she tries to revive her dad but instead of reviving her dad she brings jason back she frees him oops oops and she kills all of her friends there there are some fun kills in part seven but it's mostly the fight with the telepathic mm -hmm. uh girl that is fun because like, it feels like jason met his match Where's Jason? We took care of him. And I read that apparently it was first conceived for part seven to be finally Freddy versus Jason, but they couldn't get the rights or whatever. Uh, after that, they did part eight. And all of these movies are not necessarily shot in New Jersey. Part three was shot in California, and you can smell the California. You can smell, all right. You uh, can smell the pot. But, <laughs> part, uh, which, which one's which one? Part eight. Part eight is the one that supposedly is, go, takes place in uh, New York, but they shot most, like eighty percent of it, shot was shot in Colombia, British Columbia. Yeah, British Columbia and Colombia are not the same. Sorry. Place. No, no, not the same place. But you can see the mountains and like that's that's not New Jersey. <laughs> it's kind of like uh, Rumble in the Bronx, where you see the mountains in the background. Yeah, like, like, that's that's not New York. Mm -hmm. uh, but they did shoot about like two two or three days in New York, and there are fantastic shots. Uh, you can see the Batman logo in the background, and in that at the end of the movie, well, Jason again gets revived. He's been trapped under the lake after being grabbed by the girl's dead zombie dad and being dragged underwater. So dad is back. Dad is back at the end of part seven. And part eight, he's revived by a teenager that uh, sort of, uh, he's driving a boat, drops the anchor, the anchor grabs an electric cable, it shocks Jason back to life. He climbs on board, still in mask because he lost his mask at the, part, at the end of part seven. Yes. Okay. Is this like in in the universe of the movie? Obviously, I'm not talking about the real life. Is this in, in in the Friday universe? Is this God's way of punishing man? Capital M. Like, oh, you think you're done with Jason? I've watched what electricity is going to do this time. Uh, yeah. they in Jason X. They they. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll get there. Why he comes back is more or less. Semi explain it because it feel it does feel like there is a force that says no 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 niche niche we're gonna bring he's him back. He's never actually dead after part six. He's never actually killed. Okay, he's dormant. Uh, he's dormant. Yeah, um, Sleeping Beauty. Because uh, yeah, part that's for part eight. At the end of part eight, uh, when they're in New York City, he gets sort of. Trans he reverts back to a child of bear being exposed to toxic waste. What the hell are you kids doing down here? Can you help us get out of here? Sure, can, but we don't got a minute to spare. What do you mean? Toxic waste, son. The sewer floods out with this stuff every night at midnight. Less than ten minutes from now. 
Come on, follow me. This is uh, just Wikipedia. <laughs> this is what talks it, it's stuff. you know it's it's fantastic. It's you know part eight is when you're like especially I I don't think think kids think of New York uh, the same way we did when we were kids because back when I was uh, eight or nine New York, years old, New York was like a human like wasteland and like toxic radiation like ninja turtles and uh, a documentary the yeah in, in, in my mind ever like drunks and junkies everywhere that's this is a eight-year-old's version of new york mm. in uh, from 1989 it's it's pre-giuliani though so it's kind of fun to see new york a little bit sleazier not the 70s version but sort of in sort of the cocooning phase mm-hmm. um you, but it's you know we went there yeah. last year and it's not like there's no neons everywhere but there are few, few jason probably would have been if jason showed up today he'd probably be like really bored and say, yeah where's it, the sleaze i'm out of here i'm going back on the boat. i'm going i'm going back under the water it sucks um so part nine Again, you, I don't know what happened in between part eight and part nine. The in, there is no explanation. There, this is where the continuity is not as tight as as it used to be. Because part nine, it's this is when they they Paramount gave up and sold the rights to uh, a new line cinema. Uh, Cunningham came back for this one, and this is the one. It's it starts. That's why I kind of like this one. This one they try to do something different. Doesn't. Doesn't necessarily work, but he tried, and it's Jason. He's he's tracking a beautiful, and she's hot as hell, but she's a stunt woman, and he's tracking her down in the woods, and she's wearing that little tiny tiny towel that you know logically should should she should have lost like twenty times, and eventually floodlights turn on, and the FBI like blows Jason to hell, like they're like he's a pile of goo. At at the end of that sequence, but um, he gets brought to the coroner, and for some reason, he get the coroner starts eating Jason's art and becomes possessed by the spirit of Jason. And Aaron Gray from uh, what's it called, uh, Buck Rogers, is in that that movie, and she's she was hot as hell. Exactly. Um, so eventually, Jason, uh, you learn that Jason is sort of a warm parasite, and he needs to be he can only be killed, kind of like Jay, Freddy, uh, only by his relative, and he can only be resurrected through one of his relatives. So he's trying to possess his sis, his niece, and eventually his grandniece, but uh, eventually he's killed by the niece and sent to hell. And uh, there's um, the final tag is uh, you see the mask and you see a gloved with knives um, on each end with a red and black uh, sweater grabbing Jason, sort of uh, Jason's mask and laughing. It's Freddy Krueger. Oh, the tea. Yeah, for it's, it's the it's the the xenomorph skull and the predator ship. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, now we we have Jason X. Jason X takes starts in twenty twenty two. I think it's the at the Crystal Lake 
facility and that David Cronenberg uh, wants to keep Jason uh, uh, alive for study. And there's the girl from uh, Andromeda. That This is after his filmmaking career. He's changed careers. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, and the girl from Andromeda wants to have him frozen uh, so that he, does, he, he won't escape uh, again. And in the process, uh, well, everyone gets killed uh, except the girl. She's able to trap uh, Jason in a freezing chamber, but he's able to stab her. And both of them end up being frozen and tied out in 2455 <laughs> sometime in the future and they are brought on a ship they think that jason is dead uh, the girl is revived she tells him no no throw jason out and they say no no he's dead he's dead he's dead jason revised start killing all the space marines this is basically Alien spoof was there no one on the ship that went like hey hold on there you're dead or something like that <laughs> There's a mo there's a moment like that actually where there are a few funny jokes. Eventually, there's a holographic uh, virtual game. Uh, you can project everything that you want, and eventually, uh, after uh, a while, Jason uh, fights a robot and actually gets obliterated again. His brains are. Yeah, but didn't he get obliterated in the previous one? Yeah, but now he gets obliterated on sort of a. <laughs> a regeneration table so they used metal parts to reconstitute them so he becomes cyborg uber jason mm -hmm. uh and uh it's you know i, I keep it, saying this is god's way of punishing humanity it's it, oh it's it's fantastic I, i actually really like this one this one is crazy you have to see it as a parody of alien movies uh this one you know despite looking cheap as hell you might actually with a few beers enjoy that one before it's alien obvious alien references right, and it's right. it's it's cheap as hell i forgot how cheap that movie was uh it feels like a bad star trek episode at times okay. and i i love it for it sure uh the, but they 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 you know it it fully recognizes the clichés of the genre jason is like when he's like frozen asleep you have uh, it intercuts while he's free untaught with people having sex and when the girl comes and she's she's like Oh, it's, so, it's self referential it's so, really it's, it's, deeply self-referential the movie itself is in on the joke it's so. really on the joke uh there's moments where they use holographic projection to recreate 1980 crystal lake and you have two girls giggling taking their tops off and, and say asking jason do you want to have to smoke weed i think do, i saw that do you part, want yeah. to drink oh uh, do you want to have sex we love premarital sex mm. and jason like <laughs> smashes them in their sleepy banks for like yeah. 20 minutes hey you want a beer or do you want to smoke some pot or we can have premarital sex <laughs> we love premarital sex and the end of the movie is uh, so stupid uh you see two cars the, the end of the movie stupid everything is stupid but the like this is the Like the cherry on top the of stupidity, it's uh, it, it, it's not you know pretentious. It knows it's it's a it's a silly premise. Um, 
but it's fun, you know. Like I like I said, oh. I, I love my 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 trashy movies. Please continue. And uh, <laughs> this is the one where at the end of the movie, it's it's on Earth two. You have a couple sort of looking at the skyline and they see shooting star. Make a wish. Landed in the lake. Let's go check it out. Then we go to Freddy versus Jason. Which I have seen. I've actually seen that from start to finish. And you didn't like that movie? Not that much, no. Like, I'm, I'm not going to say it's the greatest movie, but of all the versus movies from, like, the past 20 years, you got Batman v Superman. You have uh, Alien versus... You have two Alien versus Predator. Mm. It's easily the best. I And, you know, it's it's... It's a concept that you have when you have your, 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 the tank is empty and you're like, what do we do with this? Yeah. It, it's sort of a sign that you, you've you given up. Yeah. Uh, I would agree with that. That's for sure. It's not very original. It's, but the, the idea, you know, the, the movie, the movie you think of in your mind is always better than in the case, whether it is Batman versus Superman, whether it is Freddy Jason, whether it is Predator Alien, like the movie that plays in your head is. I would say 99% of the time going to be better than the one that the studio and gives you. know me. what? I never thought I'd see that movie. I thought it was, uh, you know, it made no sense. And I, I'm like, how are you going to merge those two universes for them? Like one idea that they had was that uh, Freddy was actually a counselor at Crystal Lake Camp. Um, one of them was that Jason actually lived on, on Ample Street. And what they came up with was, ten, like to me, was better than anything that they... That, is the best version that of that story. But I don't remember what the story. I, I I I've seen it, but it was a while ago. I don't even remember what happened. Uh, basically, Freddy. Uh, after like twenty movies, uh, the people of uh, I think it's called Springwood got together and made made an arrangement to sort of uh, isolate the kids that remembered Freddy and put basically. Uh, uh, it's just a program to sort of make sure that none of the kids remember uh, Freddy Krueger. So uh, he lost his powers because kids aren't aware of him and are not afraid of him. Um, so Freddy com- comes up with a plan to, uh, well, Jason is unconscious and sort of dreaming. Um, yes. It seems to me at the start of the first nightmare film, the kids don't know who Freddy is. They... If, uh, I've, I, no, it's I, haven't, I haven't seen the first nightmare in a while. I think it's, but. I think it's retcon later that the uh, girl, what's her name from the first one? They all, I think they all have, have had older siblings that were killed by Freddie, but the 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 parents kind of <laughs> erased. Well, I guess if you retcon it, then forget. I the don't question. know, man. It's been a while. Like I would have to re- good. rewatch. It's fine, it. they retconned it. Continue, Freddie versus Jason. Continue is not there. These franchises are these strong students. Um, but, you know, they, they instituted a plan to sort of erase Freddy. Freddy uh, revives Jason and uses his dreams and assumes his mother's identity so that he sends him 
walking to, <laughs> to from Ohio to New Jersey does, to does not from Jason, New Jersey New well, Jersey New Jersey to Ohio. Yes. Does Jason know who Freddie is? No, because he uh, used uh, his like face changing powers to assume his mother's identity. Why wouldn't he do that for like the kids? I guess I'm just trying. I'm I'm I was. Because if the kids don't know him, thus Freddy loses his power. But he's not trying he to kill. He's not trying to kill Jason. He, well, why doesn't he just like seduce kids with by pretending to be people that they know and then surprise them by killing them? Good, 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 good suggestion. Anyways, whatever. Let's find a time traveling device. Go back to two thousand one and rewrite that script. Sounds good. <laughs> uh, so Jason goes to Springwood, kills a bunch of ki kids uh, in their bed. Uh, parents think that it's Freddy Krueger, but it's not. And there's a kid. Uh, there's a police officer that's tra transferred from Crystal Lake that thinks it's uh, Jason Voorhees. Uh, the kids, some of kids who are in isolation, uh, escape and they start spreading rumors of Freddy Krueger. Uh, kids get killed. Uh, Uh, Jason and uh, Freddy be becomes jealous of Jason because he's killing some of the people that Freddy was on the verge of killing. Uh, the kids devise a way to uh, capture. They capture Jason by dr drugging him, but it's Jason. It's Freddy that drugs him. Anyway, uh, they capture Jason. Uh, they put him to sleep. He fights Freddy. Eventually, one of the girl has to enter the dreamscape, and now everyone can have sh shared the. Uh, dreams in that movie which was a special ability in the previous film but now doesn't really make sense anymore uh but eventually they have a fight they you have flashback to camp crystal lake eventually jason wakes up the girl doesn't until she gets her arm burned after the kids make a mess of things uh when they're trying to fight the revived jason uh jason and freddy eventually fight jason cuts off uh, freddy's arm Oops. um Uh, Freddy uh, steals Jason's machete, so they are each. <laughs> it's it's a funny moment because uh, Jason's impaling Freddy with his, with Jason's severed arm, and right, right, Freddy right. is impaling right, Jason right, right. with the machete. Oh, right. Things blow up at the end of the movie. You think that Jason won because you see just like somebody sort of lurching and walking heavily and you think it's jason because you see the machete you see the machete rise and the two kids are the last survivors are like ah! it turns out it's freddy crew he's about to kill them and then jason leaps from the water impales freddy with the glove drops back And decapitate. Bitch, she calls she calls him a bitch. I, like I think he, she does something that's, like that's that. A, that's a good line. Um, she she takes his uh, head off. The head drops Who, in the whose water. Whose head? Uh, Freddy. Okay. 
And the last shot is uh, Jason sort of holding Freddy's hand and walking towards the camera. And they, the head of uh, J- Freddy winks, uh, implying there'll be a sequel, which they were in comic book form. There's Freddy versus Jason Ash versus Jason uh, and Freddy versus Jason versus Ash 2. Should have called it Freddy versus Jason from the Ashes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that, it's not bad. It's not bad. What happens in that? Uh, the comic book, I barely remember, but uh, the, uh, the Freddy tries to use the Necronomicon to uh, come back. He's trapped in uh, Jason's dreams. Eventually, uh, they use the Necronomicon to stop Jason. In the last one, I know they bring back the some some of the survivors of the previous uh, Freddy and uh, uh, Jason movie. So you have uh, the Dream Master from parts five and six. Uh, you have Freddy's daughter from parts I don't remember. Uh, you have Tommy Jarvis. You have uh, some of other survivors, but they all team up together because Jason's building an undead army and trying to take over the world with the Necronomicon. Uh, Jason is now like the army leader of the undead. Very charismatic leader. It's you know it's not it's a comic book. I the first the first one was was I could see it being made as a movie because it was like they they came with preconceived ideas of the cast Cal Penn uh, from uh, the uh, uh, Harold and Kumar go to White Castle movie franchise is sort of drawn in the comic like they 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 came with some fun ideas of who they wanted for the first one but the second one's just you 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 just listen to me recounting uh the craziness of that film uh, of that b- book it's insane and you know they realized that um uh making a sequel to freddy versus jason <laughs> was something that maybe shouldn't not be attempted <laughs> they saw the sequel to alien versus and they said oops oops uh they would have made some money i think but you know it, i'm glad they didn't make that because i personally think it's the best jason movie maybe not the f- best freddy movie but the best jason movie uh then they made they decided you know uh let's reboot it mm. let's give it to michael bay and i actually michael lo- bay directed that no he produced oh. It looks like a Michael Bay. Like everyone's glowing. I don't necessarily like the aesthetics of uh, sort of the post-process. Uh, everyone's sort of orangey. Yeah. I I don't like that. But kind of like I, in the Transformers movie. Yeah. It's a well, There's a theory that because uh, it's a Paramount now a, a Paramount New Line production, but it is a theory because they have an actor that is in the French the, the Transformers franchise and the Friday Thirteenth uh, Trent. Sort of the, the dickish character that dates Megan Fox at the beginning of the first Transformers. How about you let me drive? Oh, no, 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 no. This is not a toy. These 22s, I don't want you grinding them. No. Uh, why doesn't my little bunny just hop in the back seat? Oh. oh, God, I can't even tell you how much I'm not your little bunny. Okay. You'll call me. Uh, he's. There's a theory because he's also playing a Trent in Friday the 13th. And the theory is that they're in the same universe, which I find fantastic. I want to see Jason versus Transformers now. I suppose if anybody can get rid of Jason, it's probably Optimus Prime. Mm-hmm. Just 
step, snap. step on him or something. So I, you know, as remakes go, like the first Freddy, the, the Friday, like the Friday 13 is never that great. So they put parts one through four, put them in the blender, put a little bit of Michael Bay sauce and sort of it puree served it uh, with more tits than ever before. Okay. And, you know, you it, like, you, you like that. I liked it. There is one of the best looking uh, a set of knockers I've ever seen on films <laughs> on that film. Oh, wow. Your tits are stupendous. <laughs> wow, you really know how to make a girl feel special. Huh? That's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I had a good time with that one. I saw it in theaters. I snuck in a few uh, cans of beer. <laughs> Oops. Uh, and um, I, I saw it twice, actually. I good. really dug, but I own the director's cut. It's a little bit longer, and there's. I, I prefer the original cut. More I, tits? Not more. No. Uh, yeah. This, are there, yes, there are more tits, there but go. it's just. I prefer the. No, no. There are more tits in the version, the longer version, but I prefer the. It's a. I feel like it's a tighter plot, and I prefer uh, tighter storytelling than you know extended storyline or sequence that end up not playing on the narrative or just you know it, it, it's it's <laughs> the narrative the narrative of a movie in which one person will survive everybody else dies no. away why would you want to no there's usually it's always it's a repeat if there's always a boy and a girl except for the first one there's always a boy mm. and a girl that survive uh almost almost throughout the end but most most oh. of them have a boy and a girl if yeah. i remember correctly except part three Okay, seven, eight, nine. Yes, yeah. Except part three and one, I think all of them end up with a boy and a girl. Okay. Yep. Uh, but back to part six. Um, uh, you know, I, I, it's my favorite one. I think it's it's well made. It's the most uh, interesting one to watch as a group. It's it, some people really have a hard on for four and i four <laughs> okay. it's i you know there is good stuff in part four it uh it, 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 it's it's tom savini came back but again those movies were censored by the mpa in part six they, they they since they lean more into comedy uh the the gory aspect were uh were poor, played more for fun mm. especially the sequence where you have the three uh three or four paintball people that, that get decapitated in one th swoop mm. it, it's really more like a joke than yeah. anything else yeah 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 yeah. No, that's definitely the vibe that uh, yeah so what do you not like about part six i am perplexed perplexed that's a bit of a strong word um i guess no i'm actually i'm not perplexed i know your taste edgar i know you would when be I'm, I'm 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 impressed that you actually like the first one yeah to an extent i like the first one uh, i guess maybe going back to the first one and i think i said this earlier in the episode i think maybe expectations had something to do with it because i wasn't expecting a good film at all and and i got something that you know, oh this this actually feels like a movie not even close to the best movie I've ever seen, but it feels like a movie. It feels like there's a director that has, let's call it vision, or at least let's call it talent. Yeah, I would say talent. Let's call it talent. And he sort of understood... Uh, I don't, who, 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 who directed the sixth one? The sixth one is... It's not Cunningham? No, no, no it's not. It's Tom McLaughlin. McLaughlin. Well, Cunningham 
it felt like he had a a certain understanding of what would create some some tension. Well, uh, you know, watched Halloween a few times. Sure, and that that's fine. I don't have a problem no. with with the movie, you know, aping a little bit of Psycho and aping a little bit of Halloween, as long as you do it well and as long as you try to make it your own. And I think that Cunningham, to an extent, does that in the first one. Um, and there were some. There were, I don't know if you expect most of these people to die, but the little girl, that little girl, the teenager that gets picked up in in in, in the car, you know, I thought I thought she was going to make it to the camp, but I thought she was the lead, and mm. I know she's dead twenty minutes in. So I was, oh, I didn't see that coming, and you know, the fade to white, which is a, a curious choice, you know, like there were things there that were informing me. Oh, a director made this, and a director that had a couple of ideas made this movie. Um, and I'm not saying that's not the case with part six. I think maybe just the ideas, I, I think what happened there, I think coming into this, this Halloween, this year's Halloween special, um, partly because of interest, partly because of personally just lack of, of, of time. I think I was always going to be caught between a rock and a hard place with this episode. A, I'm not particularly interested in the franchise, and B, even if I was, I wouldn't have had the time to watch all these movies. Oh, I wouldn't so, recommend watching all so of them. So what happened is I watched the first one, which was better than what I thought. Then I jumped five movies later where we've completely changed tone. We're clearly using a character that, you know, now that you've explained sort of the franchise and I have a better I have a, a better appreciation for it. But, you know, last night I'm like, OK, so I'm guessing this guy was in the previous movie because he seems to be knowing what he's talking about and stuff like that. And the tone is completely different. So I think I was I was always I, I think I was always going to be caught between a, a rock and a hard place with it, with this episode, just because it's not a franchise I know. If you've only seen one in six, they don't even feel like they're oh, part they're, of the same universe. They all of them um, feel different because there's always a moment where Jason gets unmasked and he's different. In the same weekend, he's dramatically different each time he gets unmasked for with without much explanation of why. I could I, well, yeah. Who knows? I mean, there might be budgetary reasons for that, but. Um, it was hard putting. It's hard putting my finger as to why what didn't what didn't vibe with me in six, uh, or between me and and part six. I guess I do get a little bit tired. And again, a lot of the criticism I'm going to 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 throw are almost a product of the fact that I've only seen one in six. I mean, Jason versus uh, versus for Jason. Jason is almost like you know. First of all, that comes later, and it's not really the same thing anymore but so I, let's just say i've only seen one in six which for all intents and purposes i kind of have i've only seen one in six so i like one you get um you know okay characters with an okay cast and you know I'm, i wasn't crying when they passed away but i was like oh you know it, it's i i was kind of vibing with them a little bit you know i like the scene when they're on the monopoly table you know that's a nice little scene and you know, some of the banter is pretty decent, you know. And then you get to six where it's like, it didn't, f not only did it not feel like it was the same universe, but I felt like, uh, and this is probably a product of the fact that it's the sixth one, uh, basically, here are two new characters. We will not be seeing them anymore in 30 seconds because Jason's going to kill them. And I felt that kept happening a lot in part six. Oh my God. You, 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 
I I I'm I'm, start, I'm starting to understand your point of view because you haven't seen two, three, and four, and two, three, and four do that to the umpteenth degree. Right. The, okay. the, this six, as to my per, personally, it has the best characters, some of the best characterization because uh, you know they're they're. they're Part two and three, ninety percent, and even four and ninety like four. There's two houses. There's the one where Corey Feldman lives, and the one where the teenagers are having sex and drugs and alcohol. All the teenagers are get killed, and then when Jason is done with that, he's gonna go to the next house. Okay. So ninety percent of the movie happens in the one house, and like, oh, oh, he's done with that. I'm gonna go to the next house. Okay. So you got introduced to like Crispin Glover and all his friends for nothing. Mm. And then yeah. car film part six does that, uh, but you know I from what I've heard it's the producers said you're missing few kills so they 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 added like the um, the the paintball uh, guys uh, got brought mm. because they're completely ten like they they have nothing to do with the plot they were just brought in for kills same with the guy, the guy and the girl in in the car about although i love that kill but that kill hasn't aged well because she um she or her she tries to pay off yeah, uh, jason yeah, but yeah. her card falls in the water yeah. and it's an american express and at the time they it had a slogan um don't leave home without it and okay, right, apparently right, right. The, like when people saw that people screamed that to the screen okay. there's a lot of interactive right, right, right. aspect to that movie that the the, the the director actually had in mind there's at right, one right. point the um, one of the policemen gets hit in the middle of the forehead and it cuts to a dartboard it's kind of like bullseye you're supposed to scream notice that yeah but there, there are some jokes that it feels like a movie like a fantasia movie that it would yeah i can see this like if 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 there was a, an actual fantasia <laughs> this year two meow meows and, yeah and you know here is for the first time ever you know there's only ever been five jason movies and here's part six yeah i could see it playing well uh with a with a fantasia crowd no absolutely i can absolutely that's see it that's the well. thing that's i feel probably uh you would probably enjoy that movie watching it with uh a, maybe a, an audience i've seen it with a few people like for a bad it, this is a bad movie night you bring friends you know, but post- you are the bad movie night guy. Oh, love- I'm not so much of a bad movie. You night need guy. to come to one. Well, next time I do one, you have to come. You, I've, you. Let's lest we forget. I've I've officially covered Fantasia for several summers. Like I've been in rooms where it's like, you know what? I'm happy. For, I'm legitimately happy that the crowd is loving it, but I don't give a shit about this movie. You know, it's so it's. It's easy to say, but you know we all have our own. Yeah. You know we're all wired differently, and and when I'm in those rooms, I'm like, you know what, this is this is cool. Like everybody's enjoying this. I'll just you know I'll stay calm. I'm not gonna like bitch and moan about it because I don't want to kill the vibe. I'll just I'll let the people have their fun. So you say I should come over and watch part six. I might be you know like I I would right, you know I I, I wouldn't uh, pick part six because I now you've seen it. I would part I would pick something that I haven't seen. I don't like. We're watching the same bad movie multiple, multiple times. Uh, except this one, this one I feel is a genuine good movie, mm. uh, and it's fine. It's I'm 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 thrilled that you like it. If if you find enjoyment in it, that's the point. That's the good no, thing. I, I know, I know. Uh, but so. say it, it, it's not aiming for the same thing as Halloween. Halloween is generally scary, and there's a few moments in every sequel that are 
uh, shocking, either for gore or for actual suspense. This is not aiming for suspense. This is schlocky. This is cheaply made. This is made. But every once in a while, there's a, somebody shows up and improves. I feel like... Now, I'm going to give my rating of all the, sure, of them good. from bot bottom to uh, my favorites because I think it's... It's going to wrap up this episode because I don't know how long we've been recording. Uh, so at the bottom, part five, uh, a new beginning. This is the one that, you know, it's not because Jason, like I said, it's not because Jason, it's it's incoherent. Like the, you don't have a lead character. It feels waterless. And the director never made another movie. And I think I told you, you worked in porn uh, before that. And it shows there's a an actress that has the the physique of a porn actress and there's a sequence that looks like you're on the set of a porno at one time I'm like oh this okay. this is sleazy and I don't I, old habits die hard I guess when mm, you're a director part 3 in 3D you know it, it, it was fun to like experience the 3d even though at one point i turned it off because it was hurting my brain but it was fun seeing the effects because i had seen the movie previously but it's weird that seeing a 3d movie without the 3d we're like oh look i'm throwing right, stuff yeah. at the it's very distracting is it like part three in 3d is your next to last but part 3d in 2d is like your favorite <laughs> no 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 just part three or part 3d this is the same goddamn movie uh is not it, it, it's the second to the bottom uh it's again it 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 had it's pretty much a copy a copy of part two but you know where part two and it's it's every movie gets a little bit more money like part two has a few more lights that part one Part three, it, there's so many lights everywhere because uh, for the 3D the lights, yeah, lights? for oh yeah. yeah yeah yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah. To have the 3D effects, everything needs yeah. to be lit properly, yeah. so you don't you can't really use shadows to hide stuff. So there, it's it's always fairly well lit. So you see, there's a little bit more money, uh, but suspense wise. <laughs> It's it's not there. Like I I did not like part three three D. Oh, I have a uh... yes. Now, you know, the benefit of the first one is you don't really know what's going to happen. You don't know where that movie's story is taking place. And, and I think that's where that movie gets away with, with some suspense. There is a little bit of suspense in there. And that comes through the direction mm -hmm. as well. As someone that, that has seen these movies, has seen them a few times and knows the franchise, kind of like I know Halloween, after the first one, would you say there are some where you get a bit of a feeling of suspense? Or is it just, you know... You know what? Let's uh, just kill people. I would say part two attempts at some suspense because you don't see the kill. Part two and three, you don't see the killer. It's not. It, it, it's there's a lot of POV, so they there are some shocking moments. There's some mm -hmm. fun kills, but it doesn't reach the the uh, the suspense of part. The greatness one. of part one. Yeah, I would say the, <laughs> the relative greatness of part yeah. one. It, it went around when. Compared to the other Friday movies, the great part one. <laughs> but I don't, you know, there's Friday the 13th and there's the character of Jason. You, if you want Friday the 13th, the the, the Friday-est, the Friday-est, Friday the, the, the 13th. The Friday-est movie? It is the, the first one. Because it, it, it's, it's kind of like um, a Terminator. Day, like Terminator and Terminator 2 are completely different. The first Terminator is basically a slasher film. Mm -hmm. The second one is a epic action adventure sci-fi movie mm, yeah so it's it is okay. the same thing you get a jason movies and you have a friday's with gotcha. okay. 
part two and three try to be a Friday the 13th, but they start leaning more and more on the Jason character. And part three, the, at the Indiana, like it's just Jason. He's in your face. At one point, uh, you think that the, the lead character managed to kill him. She threw him off the, uh, the, the top of the barn with his uh, neck wrapped in a cable. You think he, she broke his spine by, by hanging. And he, she walks down. She opens the barn doors and he tries to grab her. He's still alive. He managed to unhook himself. And mm-hmm. um, he con- continues rampage. Uh, he becomes the unkillable monster that right. we... Right. Love and whatever, dude. I think the franchise has got tons of fans, so like, yeah. I know there are people that love them. It's good, all good, man. So wait, that's wait, wait, <laughs> that was the next to last part three is next to last. Yeah, okay. and then part two. Uh, part two is pretty much part one, but not as iconic. And it's the ending that really, and it's kind of like part four. There's all the kids get killed, and there's only the lead girl and the lead boy that come back from drinking all night. Part two as uh probably with them one of the most attractive uh, character there's a girl that has the tightest behind that i've ever seen in the entire franchise there's a close-up of her ass this is the only reason to watch no i'm exaggerating but that's th- i'm gonna go with what i remember and what the, i appreciated <laughs> we're 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 healthy heterosexual men you and i it's, it's all good man so part a jason takes manhattan like i said the shots were in new, new york city there's a there's a little sequence where <laughs> Uh, there's a couple punks that are listening to their boombox and sort of really like, blah, blah, and Jason walks, kicks the boombox, okay. and the kids like, hey, you mother motherfucker, blah, 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 and they try to harass and threaten Jason. Jason turns around, just flips the mask, okay. and they doesn't they, kill him. Doesn't kill him. They go, okay, it's okay, man. It's correct. It's okay. They just back off. Okay, okay. <laughs> so that. Dead meat slime bag. Yo, man, it's cool. It's cool, man. It's cool. I, I, I appreciate that, but the movie is, it's like I said, it's ninety percent on the boat. It doesn't deliver on the premise of Jason taking Manhattan. Uh, my number eight now, where uh, is actually part seven, the new. Blood, which is, it's it is the one that has the best opening. There's a guy narrating the sort of Jason story. There's a killer. Uh, he's dead, but he's not dead. Like it's a good narration that sort of brings you up to speed. Should call you when they make the next one. <coughs> Whenever part thirteen, man, let's go. <laughs> and so, so I actually appreciate that, that narration. I like the fight with the telekinetic girl, but it's. It's again. It's not very. It's not nothing like King Otter is great, but it's not as funny as you think it could be. There's a there's it's in the characters and nudity wise. Not enough. Not enough. There's never enough. Uh, so that brings us to uh, number seven. Jason goes to hell. Uh, Jason goes to hell. Like I said, it, they try to do something different. There are a few interesting kills. Like I said, the guy, the girl that gets impaled uh, while having sex and gets split apart is really effective. Oh. 
there's a few references to other horror movies at one point there's the you you get the a shot of the necronomicon from evil dead uh the freddy tag at the end but it's it's not a, and i hate the makeup jason's uh mask has sort of merged with his face he looks kind of fat i don't like the look of him <laughs> yeah so um, he hasn't been killing enough people. It's, he's not. He's not walking quickly. He's not <laughs> speed walking enough in part seven. No. Uh, number six is actually the original Friday the Thirteenth. I, you know, it's it's where I would start to say people. You know, you could watch that film. This is as and yet if, it's your six. It's my six. Okay. Well, like I said, what I appreciate of the movies is more the comedy right, aspect, right, right. so the horror comedy. So the funnier, the better. Yeah. Okay. Uh, except for part, you know, I'll get there and get there because there's a, a we. But after that, I have the remake. Like I said, the remake I actually really like. I had a good time. I could flip with my next one, but I, you know, it's kind of like James Bond movies. I could, and James Bond and Jason Voorhees have plenty of stuff in common. They're obsessed with killing people and naked women. I don't know if Bond is obsessed with killing people, but he's good. He's just as good at it as, <laughs> yeah. as Jason. Uh, not as messy um but yeah the remake i actually like i, I thought it was uh like i said it's part three and part two to four mixed together it puree dash of uh, michael b you know i i was interested in a sequel to that film but either it underperformed there was there's some rights issue right now with the guy that wrote the script and Sean Cunningham, I won't go to it too much, but the, both of the, these guys are claiming authorship of the Jason character in the franchise, and it's a legal battle that's still being fought to, to, to this day. And if I were e these men, I would just, you know what, you're not making any money right now, just share the rights, mm -hmm. become the broccoli, mm -hmm. uh, just share the rights, make movies, and half of something is not as is better than uh, right 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 uh, no, the whole no. of nothing because yeah. right now they're not making movies and you're losing that public recognition like kids don't know who jason is these days um i, don't, I wouldn't know honestly i feel right. like he's iconic enough to uh, well it's been more than 10 years since the last film right there are plenty of uh penny wines the clown let's see comes out let's, let's let's find out what comes out sooner no time to die or the next friday movie <laughs> could be the next friday movie for all could be so that's uh, my number four. My number three is actually part four, the final chapter, the one with uh, Corey Feldman and Crispin Glover. This is this is probably the one that is uh, close enough to the first one, but enough of the Jason character. It's actually trying to be scary. There's not as much comedy, but there's a bit of comedy with Crispin Glover. Uh, there's the uh, Corey Feldman character. This is one that I would actually recommend but it's not my favorite i could flip with the remake actually like they, they both have some of the same qualities there's a lot of nudity uh in both the remake and this one there's plenty of interesting kills uh but you know today i i, I, I th this is my rating tomorrow it sure. could be something else um yeah so well, as, as is often the case with ratings anyways especially yeah. ours yeah uh which brings to my number two Jason Lives. Not even my number one, but close enough. Which one's Jason Lives? Uh, the one that I made you watch. 
the one where uh, Jason is, is buried, um, gets right, right, impaled. Right. I, I forgot that it was the subtitle was uh, Jason Lives. Yeah, yeah. I had, that was part six, fine, but I had forgotten it was from Jason Lives. Jason yeah. Lives. I love, love the title. Um, yeah, no, I love this one. This one is uh, the first zombie Jason. He doesn't have the look that I appreciate. I think he looks better in part seven, where he's kind of squishy. He has bones. <laughs> Spo- poking out and he's just like maggot infested this one he's he's not, as, on him he's right not as beefy as Kane Otter Kane Otter it just looks imposing yeah uh, just bulky and sort of stocky yeah after that uh, so that's my number two uh, my number one is actually Freddy versus Jason and then like shape wise I prefer Kane Otter but the makeup on part six is I love the the that version of Jason where the the skin part six did you just say no that's part six I'm uh, is number two number one is Freddy versus Jason okay and I think it might actually be also be my favorite favorite Freddy movie okay but I love the makeup of part uh, of of Freddy versus Jason because he looks mummified if you've seen uh, pictures of uh, Egyptian mummy when you see the skins it's it's sort of darkened mm. very tight mm. around the skull. And that's what they did for the design. I I just love that makeup job. He just okay. looks that guy is imposing, but he's not imposing the same way as as Kane Hodder. He's just freaking tall. Kane, it's not Kane Hodder in uh, no, it's not Kane Hodder. Like it's it's a guy that's like seven feet tall. <laughs> okay, like he's in, in, in massively tall. Uh, you know, I kind of wish they used uh, Kane Hodder, but the guy uh, is so tall, and the makeup is. Yeah, so good that I, you know, and I, I like the storyline. I like the kids in that, that movie. Uh, there's a, an actress that I like that I've a Canadian actress, actually, Catherine Isabel. She's in Ginger Snap. She was also in uh, some episodes of Supernatural. Actually, the lead of Supernatural is also the lead of the remake. And Supernatural is a show that I enjoy tremendously if you're... Uh, listening to this and love Supernatural, uh, I share the same fascination with that show. I love that show. It's ending nice. right now, but nice. it's a great show. Uh, so that's my rating for the Jason uh, Friday the 13th uh, movies. Cool. Do you have like a favorite kill? Well, the, 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 the best kill is the Cave and Bacon kill. This is the one that they've tried to repeat. Uh, but there's a, there's one in the... Um, it's it, there's there are some in every film that I enjoy. Uh, for Freddy versus Jason, I think my favorite one is the closing bed one. That's just gross. The guy gets. Yeah, I think cr- I remember that. Yeah. Crushed. Uh, the remake. Um, I, I, you know, it's not. It, it's it, 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 it's just the 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 sort of the events that lead to to their death. The guy gets shot in the uh with an arrow in the head. Um, he's driving a boat, hits a girl. The girl's sort of knocked around. She's sort of uh, doozy a little bit. She swims to shore. Uh, she swims under the deck, and she sees that Jason's there, and he's trying to avoid him, and she gets impaled. And the way her, her eyes roll into her skull, and she okay. turns to a, to a dummy, it is just it's just disgusting. Okay. There, nice. There's there's more than that, but you know, in part six, the again, the uh, chef gets folded in half. I don't know. I found that gross. It was weird. I don't know if it was the lighting. I wasn't quite sure. I mean, he was dead, but I wasn't exactly sure what had just happened. Yeah, but they're trying to censor it for the like avoid the uh, the 
the getting an X rating because mm. at the time the MPA was really really right 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 okay no it's it's uh which is weird because some of the kills in part six were pretty graphic like the girl that basically gets her head spun around I was like that's like right in our face but yet the sheriff we didn't really see what happened yeah but there. it's it's you know it's it's framing a way you don't see gore you don't see the her neck the innards of her neck dropping mm. the same with mm. another one in part six the girl that gets her face jammed into the uh, side of the RV and you see the indentation of her face yeah 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 that yeah, was yeah. an effective disgusting kill yeah, it was it was a nice special. I didn't really understand. I mean, I understood that she was dead. I didn't understand like what? How does that? How is her face still? But the special effect was pretty good. Though. Yeah, the special effect was pretty good. Yeah. So those 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 are my most memorable uh, moments. Cool. So what what do you uh, are, do you have aspirations? Do you have hopes for what the the, the fran- If we still want to reboots and this and that and Freddy versus Jason, I don't know if it's a franchise still, but. Let's call it a franchise. Yeah. Do you have hopes for the um, franchise? I, I hope they... Is there something you want? Uh, uh, Jason in the Snow is something I want. Uh, the story that I told you from the comic with the uh, the kid that has deformation uh, is something that... Because, you know, I was thinking of uh, Halloween and I've been listening to that audiobook and there's a, there's a particular uh, storyline that uh, the, the the what's his, his niece his niece and I'm at at the right, end right, of right. Uh, part four it it's it's implied that she's becoming a mm, killer mm. and I had this image for a, a poster for part five which would be just Jason Vor- uh, uh not Jason Michael Myers and sort of just a silhouette holding the the end of a, the his little niece mm, with a yeah. knife in her hand and bl- poster and would have been blood on the floor that would have been i would I like to see jason teaming up with a kid like another deformed child and the child sort of kindred beca- spirits yeah almost. i don't know if he becomes a killer but just like there's a movie with um what's his name um Kevin Costner, I think it's called The Perfect World, and he's sort of a criminal on the run and kidnaps a little boy uh, as a hostage. And him and the boy start developing a relationship, and he sort of becomes a a father figure to the kid. Uh, It's actually a good movie directed by uh, Clint Eastwood. Um, I I would like to see (laughs) the The Friday version of that. Friday version of that. So uh, you know, I hope they solve the rights issue. I hope they they aim a little bit higher than they've had in the for the remake. As much as I enjoy the remake, I don't think they reinvented the wheel. I I think they could do something a little bit more interesting. I, I you know a, a sequel to Part Six could be interesting. I'd love to see what is Tommy Jarvis doing. I actually like the Megan character. Maybe she took she's the new sheriff in town. Maybe Tommy Jarvis comes back and Jason also comes back for some reason. That's also an idea. Maybe I'd like to revisit because I actually like really like the the, the actors of. Just uh, gotta wait for a stormy night and an, an electrical uh, yeah, and lightning. That's all you just gotta do. One lightning bolt away from Jason returning. <laughs> and it there are many stormy nights in these movies apparently because you keep describing how he came back to life. <laughs> lightning, lightning, I, lightning, lightning, lightning. I'd love to Very see bad weather. To see them actually shoot in New Jersey or in Vermont, like they, sh- I think they shot in Vermont for the original. I'd love to to see them come back because I think the last one that was shot in Texas, it it does look like it's not shot in like you can, I can tell you which ones are shot in New Jersey and which ones are not. 
and the, I think only the first one, maybe mm. in in New Jersey, and not uh, the uh, the other ones near New Jersey at least. Mm. I think I found the solution. I, f- I found the in world solution to uh, to everybody's problems. Uh, the I don't know if that's still the case, but for the longest time, San Diego, California, was known as one of the sunniest cities uh, in the face of the planet. Just drag Jason to San Diego, kill him again. You'll probably never see him ever again. <laughs> done. Send him to the moon, to the sun, and burn every one of his molecules. Uh, so yeah, that, that's it, man. I, I, I'm done. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. You know, I, I don't know. What did we, did we say next year would be? No, 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 not this time. I, I remember when we finished Halloween. By which I mean the series. When we finished Halloween I, you know last what? I, year, I remember- we had decided that we would be doing this a year later. But no, we haven't had that conversation yet. Oh, so. I think we we we, we did mention. El Razor, but I'm not doing the homework for that series. No, like, neither am I. I. I like the first one. I think the first one, again, kind of like the Friday movies. The first one seems to be a little bit its own thing. I I stopped after the second one. I, just I never watched the sequels. I heard only uh, bad things, so I yeah. didn't even dip my toes. I, I jo- we'll, we'll maybe try to... Uh, we have 365 days so we'll maybe try to think of something that has maybe a slightly more serious link to bond this was so tenuous i was expecting more bond gags and i never got more but not no. that it would have made the movie better but <laughs> but you know it was like really that's what we're doing <laughs> anyways uh but uh, yeah well maybe uh another actor whoever hey ali berry is in gothica and it was shot in montreal yeah, but didn't you tear that movie? Uranus, it's a piece, though, so. piece of shit. Yeah, so no, let's 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 you know we've had our fun for t- Halloween twenty twenty. Let's whoop. Let's let's try to let's you let's know, uh, you know. future Matt and future Edgar will take care of uh, the decision for yeah. Halloween twenty twenty one. Let's maybe you know we 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 did this. Then we did this. Let's go back a little bit. I'll do this a little bit. Do this something a little bit better. Agreed. So, uh, please. Tell me, do we have people everywhere? We do. (laughs) We have frightening platforms. I'm Dracula. I would suck Jason's blood. Uh, I am the undead. You want me to suck his cock? No. I want to suck his machete. I want to sharpen my teeth off his machete. <laughs> uh, yeah, we have, well, the, the, the jamesbondcomplex.com, which is the Tumblr account um, for all intents and purposes. We're hosted at anchor.fm. We thank Anchor for their free services. Um, social media platforms, there's Facebook, search for the James Bond Complex. There's Twitter, at the Bond Complex. Instagram, at the James Bond Complex. Uh, YouTube, search for the James Bond Complex, subscribe, and uh, tickle us with a machete. Uh, What's well, a thumbs up button? But maybe for on Halloween Day, they could change the thumbs up to like a machete. Um, and holding a machete. Yep, shove a machete up our beep. Uh, give us a like. And uh, where else are we? Well, we're on Spotify. Uh, we're on uh, Google Podcasts. We're on Apple Podcasts. Search for the James Bond Complex, subscribe. 
uh, to the James Bond complex. So leave a review, good or bad. You know, today I think the listeners discovered that you, you're big on the Friday franchise. I'm not as big on the Friday franchise, and that's fine. If you don't like the James Bond complex, you don't need to write anything. <laughs> and leave a five-star, uh, rusty, uh, blackened, bloody, uh, machete uh, review. Rating. Yeah. As much as I had a good time rewatching those movies, like I said, I'm, I'm in no rush to, to repeat a, the experience. It was a little bit much. Well, you're a, it's, it's funny. I, I sometimes I, I, I have trouble stopping myself. And I think I texted you something I probably would have abandoned after a few movies. But the truth of the matter is, I hadn't even started watching them, having seen. Two, I should, I, it's probably like days ago. I'm not going to dig up our texts, but having mm -hmm. seen two, I would have stopped. <laughs> I, you know what? I, I, I think at part three, I almost throw in the tunnel, but I'm like, oh, God. I, I, well, you got to watch six at least. Cause I yeah, no. I, I would have skipped and watched six, but I'm like, you know what? I, I, I committed to, let's go to part six. And when I reach part six, you know what? I had a good time with part mm. six. I'm like, Sort of re-energized uh, you a little uh, bit. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, you know what? And seven, I actually enjoy. I rated very low uh, compared to how much I enjoyed. But it's mostly the ending that I enjoy and I, the, s s some of the the makeup effects. Mm. But overall, I'm like, I, it's not... It's real, We're far from Miss Vori's uh, killing teenagers because her, they let her kid drop. Mm. It's kind of like... Uh and I've actually heard this on certain podcasts that go through the Bond films in chronological order. You know, by the time they get to sort of octopus scene, Aftag, it's like, okay, like, we've, I'm good, man. It's, it's, it's enough for Roger Moore. And then they get to Living Daylights. It's like, oh, energy, you know. So yeah. six is sort of like the, is like the Living Daylights. It's that, it's that injection of energy that it's you need to get through. It's a completely different yeah. franchise than, like, two, three, uh, and to a degree, four are more or less... Like I said, the same movie that they're rewriting and trying to perfect. Five, you know, the, the character of Tommy Jarvis is a little bit more proactive because part parts one to four are a lot of, Bob, is that you? Billy, is that you? Okay. So let's, uh, if we want to maybe, uh, we probably do want to wrap this up, but uh, if related to the Bond franchise, like part one is like Dr. No. It's sort of like they haven't really found their groove, but it's a pretty solid movie. It has its own little unique identity because there's no sequel yet. Part six is kind of like the, you only uh, live twice. I would say Goldfinger. Part six is Goldfinger. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, I've seen parts of Jason X. That's like Die Another Day. Jason X is like Die Another Day. Or is it like Moonraker? No, it's like Moonraker, I guess. Yeah, it's more like Moonraker. Entertaining enough, even though it's like completely crazy. It's but still entertaining. Still entertaining. Uh, and I've seen Jason versus Freddy, but I didn't. I don't know what I would. There's no Bond comparison. No, to Jason versus Freddy. There's no comparison. Uh, the remake is more or less. I would say. Casino oh, Royale. Yeah, but Casino Royale is so much better. Quantum of Solace. No, because no way. I would, okay. uh, they, they, and I, I mean, all the other ones are like sort of in the middle. Man with the golden gun, Aftac, Die Another Day. Golden gun. Golden gun. Because yeah, they're kind of cheaply made, quickly made. You can tell there's just not 
there's not as much there as there could be. Yeah. There's not as much as the good ones. You know, I, I okay, got it, got it. So there's the Bond content two hours in. And for Halloween, à l'année prochaine. Uh, au revoir. Okay. <laughs> Happy Halloween. <laughs>